0: The Blue Jackets continue to be a disappointment to all of us, but good news, there's another hockey team in Ohio that is uh, exceeding expectations right now. It's another Monsters Monday edition of Locked on Blue Jackets.
1: Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello and welcome to Lockdown Blue Jackets, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly about your favourite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Before we get things started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every single day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, we are over on YouTube, and we are on SiriusXM. I also want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more, and right now new customers are going to get $200 in bonus bets if your bet of $5 or more wins. So, fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. So, I said in the uh, the little intro there that this is the good, the bad, and the ugly about everything Columbus Blue Jackets related, but not today. Today, we're talking about a team that uh, disappoints me. Way less, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Cleveland Monsters. They're having a real good season, they've got three players going to the all star game, and uh, David Duracek is back in town for Cleveland. So, uh, all of these things I want to talk about, and I figure, um, who better to talk about these things than a uh, friend of the show, uh, one of my wonderful colleagues over at uh, the Calder Times, formerly known as AHL News Now. Um, we're going to talk to Dino Weinheimer about all of this so uh let's bring her into the studio uh hi dina how's it going hey jay doing well how are you i am doing okay uh i would have been a lot better if i hadn't gone zero three this weekend in uh, saturday <laughs> hockey games in terms of teams i wanted to win the monsters lost the blue jackets lost uh the pwhl teams that i was uh, i'm following lost but unlike the blue jackets I have faith in the monsters not crashing and burning for the rest of the season. So I guess let's, let's start off with um, just kind of the broad strokes. Um, obviously right now the monsters are in a two game losing streak, but how is the season going generally? Cause it feels like they just keep getting better and better.
1: Well, the thing with uh, Cleveland is yes, they are on that two game losing streak. However, The big thing to remember about them is they are still, despite that, first in their division in the North, in the American Hockey League. They are still third in the Eastern Conference. So not, you know, it's not like all is lost here. Um, So honestly, they are going well. This is the... Best, I mean, it feels weird to say best start whenever they're almost halfway through their season. They're in 32 games play, or sorry, 40 games play, 32 games remaining. So it's a little bit over half, I guess. Um, But, you know, best start in franchise history. They just, more things are going well than not well. And whenever they do kind of hit these little lulls, it doesn't stay that way for long. So, yeah, maybe the slightest bit concerned. I think I'd be more concerned if the two losses weren't to the the Hartford Wolfpack, which six in the Eastern Conference, a very, very strong team and a team that they didn't really know. And then, you know, on Saturday night's game, it was a close game. But yeah, all in all, things are going quite well for the Cleveland Monsters.
0: Yeah, I watched that game and I feel like the Monsters have kind of been playing on easy mode for some of this season. Um, And I want to kind of get into why that is in a little bit, but it felt like they met their match with Harvard and it was a good game. Um, It was frustrating to be so close, obviously allowed the game winning goal with what three minutes left, four minutes left in regulation, but it happens. Um, And they didn't allow an empty net goal this time. So we'll, we'll take it. But I was just looking at where the monsters were in the standings last year versus where they are this year. And I don't know if any team has made such a significant jump up the up the rankings. So last season they finished six out of seven teams in the North Division. Um right now they're sitting at the top of the North Division. Is that just they have better players than last year? Is it that the plan for the, for the monsters has kind of proceeded as as planned i feel like last season was a rough season for basically everyone in the columbus organization from the blue jackets down what what are the monsters doing differently this year than they weren't doing last year
1: i think a lot of it is um the whole one year wiser one year more experienced especially for the coaching staff because you know last year you know you bring in Mark Latestu, Trent Vogel-Huber, you know, just fresh off first year um, coaches. So they had a lot to learn. The players were still pretty inexperienced. And then, I hate to bring it back up, Jackets fans, but the massive roster churn with all of the, the injuries and stuff, they did not have any time to really get comfortable with their roster because it was constantly changing, at least with... This year, um, there's still been a lot of mix-up with the rosters, but they're able to keep pretty much the same pieces in order to, to do that. I have an article coming out in the next hopefully couple of days about Owen Sillinger, where and part of the story is that he has been left wing, right wing, center, fourth line for a few games, jumps up to second, down to third, up to first, then he goes to center, back to left wing. You know, he's all over the place. But for players like him, that are like the Swift's army knife of the organization, they've been able to do that and find the pairing that or the line that works for those players, and then run with it. It's not okay. We have to move this guy because oh, we have our top four players out. You know, all of, all of our guys on two-way contracts are in Columbus, so now we're having to backfill with PTOS. And oh, do you know how to play center? Oh, you play two games in center. Great, you're going to jump up there. So I think a mix of all of that has really played into Cleveland's favor. It's definitely not, you know, like the competition getting any easier. If anything, it's getting harder, but everything's just kind of falling into place. And I think maybe the only team that might have a better jump would be Tucson Roadrunners Mm. out in the Western Conference. They might give them a run for the money um, in terms of that stat.
0: Yeah, Tucson was the other team that I thought of that, like, they were just real bad last season. And uh, again, I think last I checked, leading their division, which is wild. Um, I want to talk about kind of Owen Sillinger and his kind of group of players, because he came at the... Is this his rookie season technically still, or was last season his rookie season?
1: Last season was his rookie.
0: right. So this is his. Yeah. This is his second full season with the monsters. Yep. And then you add players like Luca Delbarbulo, James Malatesta, Stanislav Sfozo, um, Carson coolman's in his first full season. Like, there are a lot of, of names on this list that are new to this team, and it feels a little bit like it would have been really easy for, like you said, them to do a full roster shake up and Owen i would tell you doing the the up and down and the left right center um can he play defense you know i think was it dylan simpson that famously played both top pairing defense and second line winger for a bulk of one of the seasons so like yeah it wouldn't have surprised me to see that kind of similar thing happening especially with all of the kind of the up and down season that the columbus is having mostly down at this point let's be real um It feels like everyone in Cleveland has bought into the plan. And it feels like everyone is on the same page. And that is, for me anyway, after watching so many Blue Jackets games this season, to kind of turn on a Monsters game. And yeah, okay, they lost. But they looked good. They looked like a team. It looked like they were all playing the same game plan. And it looked like they bought into what Trent Vilgehuber is trying to do with this team. Does that feel like an accurate... Accurate oh. assessment of Cleveland this season?
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, whenever I was talking to, to Owen, um, one of the things he brought up is, you know, he has an apartment with Roman Echon. A lot of the younger guys all live basically in the same area, like the same kind of complex-ish um, in Cleveland, and they hang out. They're all very close to each other, which, you know, you get that with, with teams, but... This is just, it seems like a little bit different. I think just genuinely, they all like each other, which means they all are going to fight for each other. They're all going to play for each other. And they're they are all going to help one another out when someone else is struggling. You're going to, you know, it's just the psychology part of it. But also with Trent being a longtime AHL player, very recently, he knows how, especially Players of that generation, how their minds work, what motivates them, what will get them to buy in. And it's just, again, like all the stars are lining up perfectly for this young group. And it's just the chemistry on the ice, off the ice, from coaches down to skaters to goalies. Everybody just genuinely just gets along and it makes it so much easier to buy in, especially when you have a system that has gotten them this many wins.
0: Yeah, I want to talk about the goalies next, actually. That's uh, that's quite a nice segue into um, something else I want to talk about. So we'll do that in a second here on Locked On Blue Jackets. First, of all, I want to tell you guys about eBay Motors because passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, uh, it doesn't matter whether you're into speed, power, or style. eBay Motors has got you covered. They've got over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, so you're always going to find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every single time, or you're going to get your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you are going to burn rubber, not cash. They've got the parts you need at the prices you want. It's so easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're doing a Monsters Monday today here uh, at, on the podcast because they give me hope for the future, unlike a certain <laughs> NHL team. But um, I want to talk about one of the, maybe the one of the brightest, youngest stars on this team. And I want to talk about Jet Greaves. And name to the All-Star Game, obviously having a great season was such a fantastic kind of hidden gem pickup undrafted player they signed i think basically because they didn't have any goalies and they were like hey we need it we need literally any goalie for travis city so let's take this kid and he's turned into a very very good young goalie however i feel like the problem right now is He's playing a little bit too much and that's going to come back and hurt him in the, in the long run. You know, they, if they play him ragged before the playoffs start, what, what do they do then? You know, and right. as far as I'm aware, maybe you can kind of shed a little bit of light on this is that the organization doesn't really have another option. Pavel Chayanne, it has struggled in his rookie season, which is again, understandable, um, and that's that's it for <laughs> the Blue Jackets goalie depth that is in North America. You know, they have, I believe, a, a um, Nolan Lalonde is, I believe, still in the OHL. Uh, and obviously, they've got a couple of, of prospects out in Europe, but as of right now, it's really Jet Greaves or bust for this team. Um, does yeah. that worry you as much as it worries me? It does right
1: now. So yes, you are correct. Nolan Lalonde is um, he's spent this season um, in the, the OHL. So possibly maybe next year he'll be coming up. He's only 19. So who knows when any of that is going, going to happen. But right now um, they have as their second goaltender, Evan Moyes, everyone, anyone that, understands or has followed Ohio State hockey knows knows Evan um because Pavel is unfortunately out sick right now I hope he gets better very soon but other than those two that's it if anything happens to uh Jack Reeves or Pavel Tryon their only option in lieu of uh <laughs> um, Brad Thiessen coming out of retirement which I highly doubt <laughs> would happen um given his a position as a development coach with the Blue Jackets. Um, they don't have anybody. They will have to resort to that. So that is very concerning. I'm actually a, a bit concerned about the number of starts that Jet has so far in the season. Right now, he is second um, in terms of games games played in the American Hockey League, only behind Matthew Velada out of the Tucson Roadrunners with 31. Jet has 28, which is tied with the Charlotte Checkers, Spencer Knight. So, it's um, granted he has the second most wins out of those two, or out of those three. Again, behind Matthew Valada, but you also have to wonder with kind of hitting a bit of a uh, bumpy time right now with with the monsters, with not sustaining the wins like they used or like they were a month or two ago. Is it time to try to give Pavel a little bit of time? Because right now, Pavel hasn't seen enough starts to really get into any sort of flow. And that's what's concerning me about him just sitting there. Pavel's played, I think, 11 games. Yeah, 11 games played this season versus Jets, 28. Yes, I know Jet wants the starts. He insists on the starts. But at what point do the coaches need to step in and say, hey, we've got to give Pavel some starts. We don't want to wear you out. Because we want to make a run for this. But also, I'm not a coach, just my observation.
0: Yeah, it's tough because obviously you want to make sure that the team has the best chance of winning. And quite frankly, putting Jet Greaves in net gives this team the best chance of winning.
1: Yeah.
0: However, we're kind of in that weird lull in the season where teams, I think, could afford to maybe give their like play their stars slightly less and especially in terms of goalies i feel like this seems this feels like the perfect time and i get that you know looking at the standings syracuse is creeping right on up against the monsters but third place rochester they're eight points behind cleveland in the standings right now so they've got some wiggle room you know and i don't think that playing Pavel Chay and maybe every other game for the month of february is going to crash the monsters so hard that they fall out of the playoffs entirely. I'm going to knock on wood there just because I can only use my hockey powers for evil, but
1: <laughs> I understand
0: that. I don't know. It's just, it's that's really the only kind of confusing lineup decision that I have that I've thought about for the monsters. You know, I could talk all day about the blue jacket lineup decisions and I want to talk about one of those in, in a minute um, because one of the players that I want to talk about is, Apparently back in Cleveland, potentially for the rest of the season. Um, but the goaltending is really kind of the only question mark I have right now for the monsters. And not not even in a bad way, just like a, I sure hope you know what you're doing, you know, and for the most part, it seems like it's it's worked out. Um I think Jet Greaves has probably he's had four sub nine hundred starts in a row
1: against Cleveland,
0: uh, Toronto, and then the two games against Hartford. So maybe it is time to give, give Greaves a break.
1: For context in Syracuse, the team that, you know, is very quickly creeping up on Cleveland in the standings, their two goaltenders, Hugo Alnafelt and Matt Tompkins. Uh, Alnafelt has 17 games played, Matt Tompkins 15. So they're really doing the more of a goalie A, goalie B, you know, 1A, 1B type of Mindset, as opposed to number one and number two, and that's definitely been helping to do that. They, you know, I just think Jet needs a break. He'll never. It would have been real nice
0: if, if they managed to sneak Spencer Martin through waivers, because I, I think would've. that would have yes, that would have helped a ton. And they don't have, like, you know, the 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 Brad Tyson guy who plays maybe once a month when both guys need a rest or um, who was it? They had last season, JF Ruby, mm-hmm. who again, they need like an old guy to just kind of hang out and a babysit and be play. So Jet Greaves doesn't have to play a million minutes. Like Aaron Dell would have been perfect. He played that role perfectly in, in San Jose for the Barracuda last season, but um, I'm not worried about Jet Greaves. I think he's young. He'll figure it out. Um, but, if there was ever a time to, to give him a break now feels like now feels like the time um speaking of of young players uh i want to talk about the curious case of david Irichek, because he's mad and quite frankly so am i uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit in just a second here on locked our blue jackets First I want to talk to you guys about FanDuel America's number one sports book and the big game is coming up and if you're like me the big game is all about scoring the best seat on the couch grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some incredible bets. Uh honestly, the snacks are the best part for me, but I also love the ability to make a little bit of money and I can do that on FanDuel. Uh they've got bets for Who's going to win? They've got players are going to start. Who's going to score a touchdown? How many points are going to be scored? They've got parlays. They've got, uh, you can combo your bets together to try and make a a super bet, for example. And uh, if you join today, new customers are going to get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. So just go ahead, open FanDuel, find a heavy favorite in any sport you like. And uh, if you win, you're going to get $200 in bonus bets, which is pretty great. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up. Once again, fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, let's close out today's Locked On Blue Jackets with some conversation about David Yuricek, because... I have been frustrated with his usage this season, and it turns out, so has he. Um, Came out through The Athletic today. Uh, I'm just going to read the the quotes from him. Uh, He told The Athletic, I played good hockey in the NHL. I'm an NHL player right now. That's my opinion, that I should be in the NHL right now. I see guys from the same draft, like Simone Nemec in New Jersey and Kevin Korczynski in Chicago. They get a chance on the power play. They play a ton of minutes in the NHL. Those are different teams for different situations, but I can compare with them. I just want a chance to play like that. They told me the last game was not good enough for me. I told them I don't think so, but that's your opinion. I was out of the lineup after that. A whole month now, it feels like I haven't played. And Eurocheck's last NHL game was January 9th. Uh, The Blue Jackets lost 5-0 in Winnipeg. Uh, He got scratched for three straight games, got sent back to Cleveland uh, for, I think, a weekend. They called him back up, uh, took him to Western Canada. Where he pl- where he didn't play, he was healthy scratched, and for after one game they activated Zakharensky off uh, injured reserve, had to make a corresponding roster move. Irichek goes right back down to the Monsters, uh, where he played in Saturday's loss to Hartford. What are we doing here? Like, what I I don't I don't understand the plan either. You want him to play or you don't, but. Don't keep calling him up and sending him back down. And then when he is up, he's healthy scratched. And then when he does play, he plays like 12 minutes because the coach wants to play other demonstrably worse defensemen. So, like, Monsters fans, I imagine, are thrilled to see David Juracek back. But is this really, like, the best thing for him right now to play in the AHL?
1: There's... Something to be said about like, yes, giving him time in Cleveland, having him play, you know, I mean, he's the last game that he played on Saturday. He was with Marcus Bjork, awesome pairing, honestly, mm-hmm. um, you know, giving him first pair, second pair minutes. However, the thing with Cleveland is, and a kind of a, boost to David Yurichek's point here about he's an NHL player. Cleveland has so much depth on defense that they are constantly cycling people through sitting people out healthy, scratching them because they have so many, or in the case of Ole Julian bjork home have sent them back down to the ECHL because they have too many defensemen. They have, I mean, gosh, what was it on the 27th? They had, I know Corson Kuhlman's was out um healthy scratched. I think there might have been a few more. I'm just not thinking of their names right now, but I know they had like four or five guys that were healthy scratched. Whenever you have players in Columbus that are playing that are veterans that are playing significantly worse than this young kid is, this absolute perfect mold or you know pile of putty that you can mold into a really really good defenseman I would play him right now up in up in Columbus just inject a little bit more youth in there the youth are what this team is going to be all about in Columbus get him up there Put him on some top minutes, see how he does, and let some of these even younger guys that are borderline in between Cleveland and whatever ECHL team they've loaned them out to, right now it's Cincinnati's been the move, let them play up the AHL. I think just for the whole depth of the youth on defense, it's a win-win for, for everybody, but we're at a really rough situation for David Yurichuk to be in.
0: Yeah, it's... It's frustrating, and I have a lot more thoughts about it that I'll probably explore in in another podcast um, episode because we do this five days a week, so I've got plenty of time to talk about David Juracek. Um, I want to kind of finish up with a little bit of talk about the All Star Game. Uh, Jay Christensen, Trey Franciszanski, and Jet Greaves have all been named to the All Star Game, as well as head coach Trent Vogelhuber. And uh, for Lockdown Blue Jackets listeners who don't know. Uh, I work with Dina over at the Call of the Times and we are both going to be on the ground in San Jose for this All-Star game. Um, So I wonder if you could just kind of tell the listeners uh, a little bit about what kind of our plan for AHL All-Star coverage is going to be uh, kind of next weekend.
1: Well, stay tuned to us on socials because, oh my goodness, um, the American Hockey League packs so much punch so many events in between Sunday and Monday of that that uh Jay who hasn't been out to cover an all-star game I don't believe uh I guarantee you it's going to be a head spinning moment but we're going to be uh, like you said on the ground covering everything from the American Hockey League Hall of Fame induction ceremony um on that Sunday morning to the red carpet arrivals to locker room interviews, uh, media uh, uh, availability with the president um, of the American Hockey League, which longtime Columbus Blue Jackets fans will remember this name of Scott Housen. Um, and even on the very next day, on that on that Monday, you know, I actually I don't know if the Hall of Fame is on Sunday or Monday. My mind's a little scattered right now, but it's one of those two days. Um, and then Monday, you know, we get the the super fun uh, round Robin tournament. And, you know, just check us out. We will have wall to wall coverage features on so much stuff. And again, you know, Cleveland's going to have three player representatives, a coach representative, which only one coach from each of the four divisions gets to go. And it's, they have such a fun group. So I know they'll have fun. It's all well-deserved and yeah, it'll, It'll be fun seeing how the the San Jose com- hockey community uh, welcomes everybody.
0: yeah, i'm I'm really excited. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Stay tuned on uh, this podcast feed for all-star information about the monsters. Uh, if people want more Monsters coverage, if they want more AHL coverage in general, Dina, uh, where can, and, you know, all-star game coverage, where can people find uh, you and uh, the colder times online?
1: So you can find me on X. Um, if you're watching this, my name's on the screen. If not, uh, just my name, D-E-A-N-A-W-E-I-N-H-E-I-M-E-R. Um for the Calder Times. You can find us on X, just literally the Calder Times. Uh, same with uh Instagram, Facebook's not letting us change our name for some reason. So you'll find us at ahl news now for right now over there. Um, and then you can also find us uh our website, thecaldertimes.com.
0: Perfect. Thanks for uh thanks for coming to hang out. Dina, uh, and thanks to you guys for making us your first listen of the day, for listening to today's episode. Uh, I will be back tomorrow uh, probably to talk about the Blue Jackets embarrassing themselves against St. Louis uh, tonight. It's fine. I feel fine about it. Uh, but uh, you'll you'll be able to catch me there. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the show at L O underscore bluejackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Uh I think that's uh that's everywhere you can you can find the show. you can find us on on all podcast platforms, on YouTube, on Sirius XM. Make sure you catch the game on SiriusXM. Bob McGillicott does such a great job with the radio broadcast. Uh, All you have to do is go to the SXM app and search Blue Jacket and you'll be able to find him and his crew there. Until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.